This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now... Coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello everyone and welcome to Puckle TCG Cast. This is episode 29. Of course, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name our fearless fleet of Thatch came up with and we're just running with it. Of course, I am your host, Lord Yoshiro, and with me today, I have two wonderful co-hosts, which we're going to talk all things trading card Pokemon-wise with. First, we got a man so elusive that even Bigfoot claims he saw him. Sublime Manic. Bigfoot's a good friend of mine. How's it going, (laughs) y'all? Also here with me today, a man that when a... When a zombie apocalypse starts, he doesn't try to survive. The zombies do. It's Basket. What's up, guys? How's it going? And girls. <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, it's been very, very, very hectic in the TCG world. We've had championships tra- uh, after championships. We have the meta that one day we believe that we know where this is going. And the next we're like, nope, that's definitely not where it went. We've tried to speculate and guess what's going to go on the next one, determining uh, based on what the results of the last one, and they're not the same. It's crazy. It's like one of the best meta seasons that I've ever seen in a TCG. So there's lots to talk about. Super exciting, and we can't wait to do that. But before we start, and I always say, I know I don't, I'm not consistent in this. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I want to be a little bit more consistent. Let's see what have we been doing in Pokemon trading card game. Sublime, what have you been up to? Just participating in Puckle's PTCGO tournament. How's that been going? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried that's... out a new deck, and I probably should have tested it more. Oh, oh same thing. I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat, man. Same exact boat. I had I had an idea for a deck, and I went 110 for it. After the first after the first uh, match, I was like, okay, there are three cards that I know that I should have deck yeah and that's what always happens so my deck i was preparing my deck to battle and i needed since i haven't been keeping up with my own account for streaming purposes i've been uh playing with that's account because he's pretty up uh up with it um 
So I was waiting on Thatch to trade me some cards from his account in order for me to complete my deck. You know when he was able to give me those cards? 30 minutes before my first round. (laughs) (laughs) So I did not test the deck at all. I couldn't. And I made some changes because I prepared the deck. Spoilers, of course, for those of you. I mean, there's only one more week round. So whoever (laughs) fights me next week, I guess, you know, good for you. You're going to know this. I, uh, I prepared my deck to be the less focus on items as possible because I was preparing for Garbodor, which surprisingly I have not seen enough of in this in this tournament. So I prepared my deck to to not use enough items so I can defend myself against Garbodor. I have not encountered Garbodor all that much, and there are a few supporters that I'm like, why did I ever thought that this would work in this deck? <laughs> Such as Brittany. I put Brittany on for whatever reason. I'm like, whoa, in those cases that I don't have Talonflame on my first round, I can... Use Brittany to bring three Frogadiers, and I'm like, I've never been in a situation where I need that Brittany. So it's like a, a cop occupying space in my deck that I don't need. But anyway, oh, are, you, are you talking about Bridget? Bridget, yes. Sorry, which one I said? You said Brittany, and I was really oh, confused. Yeah, sorry, Bridget. <laughs> uh, you know the other uh, very American name. Anyway, so yeah, no, that's 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 how it is. But it is our first tournament, and we are having a lot of fun. I've have I have won at least. So uh, I can't complain all that much. So with that, let's go ahead and stop the introductions and move on to the first part, which is the news, which which we have a lot to talk about. Lots of new cards being revealed. So let's get down to it and let's go ahead and drop it. And we're in the news section, and there's a few cards going out. And let me say, it's been really interesting how uh, Pokemon International Company has been dealing with these um, very um, interesting female characters in the TCG. <laughs> with very a lot of focus on certain as female aspects that I really wasn't expecting them to. I mean, those who like it, awesome. I'm not going to complain either. But we are going to talk about the first one, and the first one is Wike, or Wick. Uh, that's how you pronounce her name? Wike? I think Wick. Wick? Okay, so Wick. We have our Wick supporter words reveal for Sun and Moon 3. And what does Wick do? Well, let's see. Each player shuffles their hand into their deck and draw a new hand of the same number of cards. Um, this is an interesting supporter, so I want to hear you guys' two cents on it real quick. We're not reviewing this card, but I really want to know what you think. Sublime, let's start with you. I think there are some decks that will really appreciate it. Yes. It is definitely one of those cards that you can see it being more useful than N in certain circumstances, right? Where you your opponent has one card and you want to keep him with one hand or with one card while you have you know, plenty, but it does work the other way around, where if you have just one card and you draw Wicca, you want to draw <laughs> more cards. So it's really situational. Basket, what do you think? Um, well, I'm a fan of Wick for um, two reasons. Um, <laughs> and her sweater. Um, <laughs> uh, but, like, but seriously, uh, I love this as, like, not Kind of like what you guys are talking about, like not a replacement for N, but an alternative to N in certain situations. Yeah. Um, for instance, like you said, you know, you're ahead and you can't play an N because you only have two prize cards, but you need another hand. 
um, this is a this is a decent card that depending on um, you know how many cards you have in your hand, like uh, it'll help out a lot. Like for instance, um, like Sublime was saying, uh, certain decks would love this card. Like if you get um, if you're playing Vespaquin or you're playing um, uh, uh, Rayquaza or something, where you have like all these Pokemon. Um, in your deck and you don't have the right one in your hand and you just need to get rid of them and you don't want to, you know... Discard them using Sycamore. Exactly. Yeah. Or or, or even end because you have like eight of them or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah, that's completely right. And notice that also we, mean, we need to keep in mind that I am saying this is a very situational card, but we are now playing in a meta where Tapu Lele exists. GX and Tapu Lele GX will let you grab whatever supporter you need whenever you play it. So you yeah. can find a situation where you might want to use, like, you might want to carry three ants. If, you, if you're if you a four end player, you can carry three ants in one wick. And then in that situation, it's like, actually, I need wick more than I need N. You can Tapu Lele for the deck, or you can be a seeker from your discard pile. So, speaking that this is a very situational card, we're living in a meta where that's, you can actually play to that situation, because we do have the tools to be able to get it from wherever you need it. So, keep in mind, guys, it might not seem like all that great, but we've, we ha- our last episode was about cards that we did not think that were gonna go be good, and they ended up being good, and this is one that might actually be one of those. Not that much, but some of it. Well, you know, um, I didn't even think about that because I haven't gotten my hands on a Tapu Lele yet to play, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and I've been I've been craving it because there's so many situations where I need a certain supporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. And I think I think yeah. I mean, Wick Wick like having a one of of Wick in a um in a deck that has Tapu Lele is I can see I like I just go back to all the matches I've played, all the times I've had eight cards in my hand and I've just been stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yep. Early stuck, but it's like, you know, I have two versus seeker in that hand. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to discard them using Sycamore or Ammon either. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, this is definitely the cards that we'll definitely see some type of play. Now, again, we're not saying it's it's great. It's just it has its uses. But we'll review it once Sun and Moon 3 will hit. Now, move on to from one sexy lady onto one sexy Pokemon. We got our little Shining Mew was revealed alongside with Marshadow. Also from Sun and Moon 3. And they're interesting, both of them. Usually we try not to talk about non-GX cards or non-trainer cards in our news segments, news segments, but these two are pretty interesting. We're North 40 of talking. So Sublime, let's go ahead and, and go with you. So Shining You is a basic with, get this, 30 <laughs> HP. Yep. Psychic type, 30. Yeah, that's pretty depressing. Not, a typo. not 130. <laughs> 30. Um, it has a couple of attacks. The first one is Legendary Guidance, which costs one Psychic Energy. Search your deck for two Energy cards and attach them to your Pokemon in any way you like. Then shuffle your deck. And the other one is just a beam for 10 damage. Yeah. So the second one, forget about it. We're not talking about that yeah. one, but we are talking about that first attack, which is pretty interesting. Legendary Guidance It's a 
decent setup attack. Now, it, it is, yes, like, <laughs> Sublime really highlighted. It is attached to a 30 HP Pokemon. However, the ability to, for one Psychic Energy, attach two of any type of energy onto your Pokemon in any way you like is something not to necessarily take for granted. What do you think, Basket? Um, I think it's a, um, uh, it's a great, it's, I think it's a great card if it comes out first. Yeah. Um, for, uh, any deck with psychic energy. Yes. Um, uh, and I mean, yeah, it's, it's a super easy target, mm-hmm. but, um, it's two energy cards. It's not two basic energy cards. And, um, if you're trying to power up, you know, like yes. a Mewtwo or something like that, you can throw Which down. It's definitely one- a deck. Would you would you would be playing this? Of course, yeah. Yeah. So you'd throw down the one psychic and the one double colorless, um, and uh, if you already or actually no, hold on, hold on, because it's attach them to your Pokemon in any way you like. So let's say um, first uh, it's your turn. First, you can't attack yet. You put a psychic down on um, your Mewtwo, yeah, and then um, next turn. You put a psychic down on your shining mew. It's in the active, or you just move it to the active. Now you attack, and you can attach two uh, DC to that um, uh, Mewtwo. And what is what does Mewtwo do right now? It's like thirty times for Mega Mewtwo. Yeah, for each energy. Mewtwo GX. We haven't discussed it yet. So, but yeah, Mewtwo GX as well. We're gonna get to that one soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, either either way, I it's mean, still that's thirty. Yes, that's 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 four extra. Yeah, so that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. What about you? Uh, what about you, Sublime? Do you think two energy cards are worth a prize? Yes, in the right, 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 in, in, that's in basically the right the question situation. You yes. Yeah, yeah. I probably would say not, but because we thought I mean, ne- we thought Electrode was not gonna get any play and it saw some play and that was basically giving away a prize for free to your opponent while it attaches itself to another pokemon and it did see play and it did win a few things so actually for if for losing one prize i'm able to gain six <laughs> it is or two or three it is actually something that is might be depend might be something that you might want to do yeah, I mean, uh, I think that it's um, it has the potential to, if you're if you're running psychic energy, it has a the potential to really accelerate your damage output. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I I think that it would be a, it would be a situational tech card. Yeah, we also need to remember that we do have still in play the meal ex, which allows you to copy any attack from your bench. So you can even put Mew EX, which has more than 100 HP, into the active and use Mew's non-EX attack to set up. And then you have a little bit more uh, backup in HP and not be worried that you'll be one-hit killed by anything. Even a Pidgey with double colorless energy. I don't know. I don't even know what Pidgey's attack is. I'm just throwing the name out there. Um, so the fa- I just do really do like this Mew. It has its potential. It has its uh, place to any energies and attach them to any one of your Pokemon however you want, that for one Psychic Energy, that is something that I really believe, me at, le- at the very least, Mewtwo decks will take advantage of. For sure. Yeah. Let's continue. It, it de- uh, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, it definitely has potential, but we'll have to see, like, uh, 
you know, because Mewtwo hasn't really been, uh, from what I've been seeing, it hasn't really been pl- played a whole lot recently. Not yet, uh, no, yeah. Yeah, Mewtwo, I mean, maybe this will revitalize it a little bit, but... Well, the problem is, the problem with Mewtwo is that right now, Garbodor, right, is really big, and Mewtwo yeah. is weak to Psychic. <laughs> so Mewtwo, but it's the same thing that happened with Eveltar EX and uh, Rayquaza EX when uh, Night March came out, right? Everything, they, they're good, great decks. They stand the, the, they have withstanded the test of time, uh, seeing that as soon as Night March was out of the picture, uh, Eveltar and Rayquaza both made a short return, uh, yeah. And it was because because Nightmatch was so prominent, you know, they couldn't be played. The problem with Mega Mewtwo right now is that Garbodor is very prominent, and Garbodor is psychic, meaning that that deck is weak against psychic. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the next one and uh, continue on, Sublime. Sorry to interrupt you. All right, so the next one is Marshadow, which has 70 HP. So low, so, so low. Um, it's a psychic type as well with the ability when you play this Pokemon from your hand to your bench, both players shuffle their hands into their decks and draw four cards. So you get a free judge, basically. Basically. And then it has Shadow Punch, which is a psychic and a colorless, and it does 30 damage, and it's not affected by resistance or Sublime, weakness. let's start with you this time. What do you think about this one? I don't think it's very good at all. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it it does have a supporter ability. It's got me off guard. Sublime, bringing you bluntness to the TCG. <laughs> Very appreciated I'm here for. Um, yes. Um. No. Like, you're really gonna include this in your deck with 70 HP and a garbage attack just to play Judge? No, you're not. No. You're not. That's a good point. I do see one deck that I actually like this. And that's um Yan Mega, which as we yes. know has that ability that if you have exactly four cards in your hand, ignore all energy cards attached to this Pokemon, uh to each of this Pokemon's attack. It does have a, a one attack assault boom, which does fifty plus seventy more if your opponent has a tool, which is very likely into this meta mega uh meta that they will have a tool, but we can also use its uh, break, which will give uh, its barrier. It's uh, like uh, 100. So um, it is, you know, at least that deck would appreciate this Marshadow. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think Marshadow is like a weird, uh, like, well, its ability at least is like a weird mix of like Shaman Light and N, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd use it as a, uh, as a tech card if I was... Um, uh, if I couldn't afford to, you know, like if, if, if either N or Shaman, um, was like, well, I guess, I guess Shaman would be the one that would be, uh, rotated, rotated out. out. Yeah. Um, so if Shaman was rotated out, maybe people start, it's a better way to move through your deck. Um, well, not like a better way, but it hasn't, it's an ability way to move through your deck. And you wouldn't you wouldn't really need uh, many of them, um, I guess, if you have ways of getting them out of the discard already that are built into so many different decks. Yeah, I mean, I'm not super impressed, but i I think this card, like, if, if the if the meta slows down the way people are thinking it will, I mean, it has I slowed down it, a lot. But yes, yeah. I mean, I still haven't. I still really haven't felt that slow down though. To be completely mm-hmm. honest, okay. There's still a lot of decks in my mind that. 
our heavy hitters real quick. Yeah. Well, 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 yes, that's true. However, not at the same... Well, we can get to that discussion when we get to our topical beach, which we will discuss the meta as our topical will be about the Mexico regionals and what we expect from nationals this weekend. So we'll definitely talk about the meta then. So let's just skip that. Uh, but yes, I understand what you're saying and we'll talk about that later. Now, cool. let's move on to the next news and it's another one. Another one of those fantastic battle arena decks are going to be launched. This time featuring two legendaries. Same one, but kind of different. Basket, take it away. All right. Battle Arena decks. Black Kiram versus White Kiram photos. <laughs> new Battle Arena decks. <laughs> Fight me, Kiram. The new Battle Arena decks featuring Black Kiram. Kir- that Kirim. guy. Yeah, and, that guy. Uh, white guy. Are now in stores for three thirty nine ninety nine. The product features a hollow promo, Professor Sycamore, and trainer's mail with alternate artwork. Uh, they have not been seen in Japan yet, making them exclusive um, to the U.S. for right now. Um, yep. so this just... package comes. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. This package comes with uh, two sixty card decks with eleven <laughs> foil cards, which I think is like standard in these, right? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, it comes with two foil Pokemon, eight foil basic energy, hollow promo trainer, um, all and the kicks. Yeah. All the, all the little, all the little goodies we've come yeah. to know from the Battle Arena decks. Now it's, it's worth noting that remember guys, Battle Arena decks are not reprints. So these cards are not being reprinted. They're still very, very much, ex- uh, expanded game. However, as always, what is great about these battle arenas is because they contain super, uh, trainer cards that are very, very useful and are usually quite expensive. One, the, uh, last one, which was the, um, oh my god, what was his name? It was Rayquaza versus, um, Keldeo. Keldeo came out. We were freaking out about it because it was a really inexpensive way of us getting via seekers, which via seekers are, were known at that point to be $15 a pop. So if you didn't have, you didn't have any via seekers with you, you had to, and you wanted a playset, you had to put out 60 rockets in order to be able to get a playset of via seekers while this, you could, uh, buy this and you already had enough, uh, at least a good enough and other trainers as well. So it's yeah, a very, and the, yeah. And the thing, the thing was about those, uh, well, was that, um, the price of buying two of those arena decks, uh, we're basically the price of buying four versus seekers. Yep, exactly. But you got so many other cards. You got sycamores. You got ends. You got um, Keldios. Uh, even if we're expanded play, because Keldio is a great Keldeos. card. Yeah, and uh, um, so it's it's totally worth it usually to buy these, and they'll come out and they'll show you all of the cards that are coming with that deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, just look them up and find out, you know, what kind of decks they're in and stuff like that and find out if that's something you're interested in it in and pick them up because it's a it's really a great way to do it. It is. So this is definitely a buy at least two if you're interested. And of course if you don't have the cards that it brings. If you have the cards then just completely skip it. Now moving on from one battle arena deck to a 
pin collection. Now, these pin collections have been going on for a while. They're known to come in a variety of legendaries. We've seen one for every generation. Last year, when we were celebrating the 20th anniversary of Pokemon, we saw one with Mew and Cerebi uh, Cerebi and so forth and so forth. And now we're going to get from some from Gen 7, starting with Tapu Lele. Sublime. No, that's today's me. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and talk about this. Now, guys, you already know this. As I said, it brings one promo two boosters if I'm not mistaken I think it is two boosters or three boosters I'm sorry and it will bring the Tapu Lele which has this uh the, this written on it it's a psychic HP 110 it's first attack Psywave uh, for one psychic it does 20 damage times this attack does 20 damage times the amount of energies attached to this opponent to your opponent's active Pokemon first basically a Mewtwo counter um it's second attack magical swap uh, it, for one psychic, one colorless, it does move any number of damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon to their other Pokemons in any way you like. Now, this little critter should not be taken lightly. Both of these attacks have possibilities, and they're actually not half bad. Basket, what do you think about Tabulele? Well, uh, Magical Swap seems like a very, very interesting attack, um, with a high chance to be relevant at some point. But right now, I can't think of any, like, heavy spread damage decks that use psychic energy. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe the, the Mewtwo with that swap thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't... But at the that, other at one that would be same, Mega Alakazam, I guess, would be the other big deck with spread, but no one has been playing Mega Alakazam at all, so... Yeah, and yeah... That that's that's why I didn't I like I can't think of anything in the meta right now that does yeah. that. But you know maybe because of this, some you know intelligent dude or chick or <laughs> find or like how to, um some intelligent puckle peep. Yeah, I'm putting it on you guys. I want you guys and gals to come up with uh, a deck where Tapulili this Tapulili makes. Uh, well, actually, hold on. So because it just says Tapulili. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you can use four. You could potentially use four of these and four of the ones that can seek for uh, um, GX. Yes. Or, yes. Yeah. Right. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, uh, I think that it has potential, but I don't know of anything right now that could really use it. That's being decidui, maybe. Decidui does. Yeah, does spread damage. That's right. You Go would ahead, need. You would, I mean, you would only need one psychic energy, but or actually, one the, the rainbow. Carlos, yeah, you could do you could do a rainbow and then whatever else you have in the deck. Yeah. What about you, Sublime? What do you think? Um, I think this would be better in expanded, but it mm -hmm. might have potential. Shows potential. Poss yeah. Possibilities. Yeah, and I don't see as much potential on this one as I see for the Mew, uh, but it does have some potential. Uh, it is a nice Mewtwo counter. I mean, it needs only one Psychic, does 20 damage. It actually might even be... How many energies does Garbodor need? Oh, no, that Garbodor only one. needs, like, one. So never mind, it's not even a Garbodor counter. Never mind. But a uh, Mega Mewtwo counter, definitely it is. So let's move on. Speaking of Mewtwo, we do have a new Mewtwo in town. This Mewtwo, however, does not end in EX. It ends with a GX. Sublime, take it away. So, for the first time in ever, <laughs> Mewtwo card. Oh, that's so rare. Um, I'm very surprised. 
This one's View 2 GX. Um, so it's a basic with 190 HP. That is the one you will be using. It's full burst, one psychic energy, and it's 30 times the amount of energy attached to this Pokemon. You also have Super Absorption, which is one psychic, one colorless. It does 60 and heals 30. And then you have the GX attack, which is Psycho Break GX. Does 200 of damage and ignores effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. So what do you think about this one, Sublime? <laughs> I just feel bad for the Psychic type, because you can't use a lot of like different types of Psychic Pokemon because Mewtwo exists. <laughs> and Garbodor exists. And you can never be like, oh, I want to try this. No, because it's just so hostile to anything <laughs> weak to Psychic. Yes. Um, however, I do not like this Mewtwo as much as I like Mewtwo EX. I agree, but it's still good, and it's, it's still, still going to see decent. play. Yeah, it's still decent, especially with that Mew. Uh, it really does help this particular Mewtwo, uh, because since it only that. takes account, it, it only takes into account its own energy, Mew will help you, like Basket explained when we were describing Mew, uh, it will help you grab those two double colorless energies and attach them to Mew, having five energies in total on that Mewtwo, meaning that it will already be doing 150 damage right off the bat, right? So, yes. However, <clears throat> the fact that it's not yours and your opponent's Pokemon's energy does kind of uh, scratch me the wrong way. What do you think, Basket? Um, I feel like... Uh... The Mew would help, but um, I still feel like it's a whole lot of uh, energy that you'll need because you're not doing the uh, um, opposing Pokemon's energy as well. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, I like seeing Pokemon where their attacks are increasingly powerful for like each energy attachment. You know, like yeah. like the like the Zygarde that does that. Yeah. Um, like this Mewtwo's attacks. You know, they all. Uh, well, one of the, one of the issues is as well as that it's not it's not you know first attack psychic first attack psychic colorless and then third attack psychic double colorless cuz that would make this to me um much better yeah because then it falls in line that you want to have that double colorless there yep so you wouldn't be you wouldn't be wasting turns to try and get that uh, Psycho Break GX if you needed to take something out like right then, you know? That is very true, yes. And that so this, very true. Yeah, so this, it's like um, you need to get those three Psychics one after the other to do any real damage in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're just going to say screw the GX attack and I'm just going to go full burst. Yeah. You know? That is very true. It's very rare to see a GX Pokemon that its GX attack doesn't have the exact same cost as the its uh, at least one other attack from the card. Um, and yeah, it's kind of frustrating because that means that if you want to use Psycho Break, which is not that bad. I mean, 200 damage and it's not affected uh, by the effects of your opponent's active Pokemon, meaning that Jolteon, for example, can't stop it. And it can, with that attack, can one-hit Kyo Jolteon. Um... You will have to purposely put three psychic energies instead of doing 
double colors energy is using Mew, for example, or if you just want to attach double colors energy. So this is a very good observation. That makes it kind of annoying. I don't know what I feel about this Mewtwo, but we're going to go ahead and wait till this set is revealed in our review episode of this set to give you whether or not we think this is super effective or not. Now, let's move on to our next set of news revealing more Shining Legends. Take it away, Basket. All right. So uh, we start out with the Masked Royal. It's a trainer, supporter. Um, definitely not Professor Kukui. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> it, uh, you want to attach a basic energy card for... Oh, oh, sorry. Spoilers. Spoilers. If you guys haven't played the game. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't played the game already, what are you doing listening to the podcast? Exactly. No. Anyways, uh, um, so it's a supporter. Attach a basic energy card from your hand to one of your stage two uh, grass, fire, or water Pokemon. Um, you can only play one supporter card uh, during your turn, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to me, to me, it seems like a very, uh, very limited for a supporter. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if it fits in a deck, it could speed the time it takes to power up. I mean, yeah. I mean, like it that's is, It is energy acceleration. Energy acceleration but, is always a good thing, but it's kind of yeah. limited for that. Yeah, because having to have the card in your hand instead of discard pile or the deck makes this card not impressive to me at all. Yeah. What about you, Sublime? <coughs> it's very a very niche card, but like. If you're playing a stage two grass, water, or fire deck, consider it. It might be what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very niche. It's very situational. Very niche. It's energy acceleration, as we said, so that's always good, but the use of this card might be a little limited. Now, let's move on quickly honestly, to our next one, which is Pokemon honestly, Breeder. Really, oh, go ahead, Basket. Really fast. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call it. I actually think that card is total crap. <laughs> I Just would have to kind of agree with you there. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the only way to make that card itself like um, uh, consistent to any degree, yeah, um, would be uh, to support that card with other cards, mm-hmm. like um, Tapu Lele or um, or uh, uh, Professor's Letter. Yeah. And know and that you, you have to have that energy on your hand. And like, let's talk about the types real quick. I, I know I wanted to push this, but since you bring the topic, grass. Um, there's ways to accelerate grass already. So we could use get cards like a Lorantis GX, which accelerates grass as well from your discard pile. Um, fire. You could use um. Uh, help me, guys. What's the name of the captain for fire? Uh, Kiawe. Um, he is able to get four energies and attach them. And for uh, water, we got Aqua Patch, which we can get energies from the discard pile and put it on your water energy. So all three of these types already have very competitive and very good energy acceleration. So why would you play Mask Royal? Ugh, that's where we don't know yet. But again, let's go ahead and move on to the next supporter we have here, Basket. Talk about Pokemon Breeder. All right, so it's called Pokemon Breeder. It's a trainer. Uh, <coughs> supporter, uh, draw two cards, then heal 20 damage from your active Pokemon. Um, I think <laughs> I think this card uh, also kind of sucks. I mean, <laughs> it does. 
20 damage could be the difference between a knockout on your opponent's next turn and keeping that poke in the active, but unless that's the case, it's completely not worth it. So it basically boils it down to a supporter that draws two cards, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No, you're totally right. And Sublime, what do you think? I think you should stick to Professor Kukui because this card is bad. That's what I was going to say. It's it's almost the mirror opposite of uh, Professor Kukui where he is, you do 20 more damage and draw two cards. This is heal, but really heal and damage are not in the same language at all. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Basket, go ahead. All right, so damage remover. It's an item card. Uh, move three damage counters from one of your Pokemon to another one of your Pokemon. Um, the fact it's... that this is an item card makes it yeah. interesting to me. But without a reliable way to search for multiple item cards other than, like, teammates. Skyla or Skyla. Oh, you're right, Skyla. Well, but that, that's only one. And for something like this, I would want to search for multiple at the very least. Yeah, because like, it's... take this and uh, Max Potion, for example. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's only it's only moving three damage counters. So, and yeah, and with Max Potion being a thing, uh, yeah, I'm not seeing it have much play. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I'm not even gonna ask Sublime. Go for Warp Energy. <laughs> <laughs> Already know. <laughs> Already know. <laughs> so finish up with Warp Energy uh, basket. All right. Um. Uh. So Warp Energy. It's a special energy card. Um. It provides uh one colorless energy. When you attach this card from your hand to your active Pokemon, switch that Pokemon with one of your benched Pokemon. Um, I think this is very interesting and kind of a lot of fun, uh, but I have yet to see a fully viable uh, normal deck that could utilize it, except for Drampa, maybe. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, that sounds. Uh, this sounds like it'll be a good topic for the uh, Drampa Zorark deck that we'll talk about later. Oh, yes, it definitely would. So let's move on to the last piece of news. And we have two new GXs we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about really quickly because this news section has gone on longer than expected. We got the Team Skull Pin Collection box that's arriving here in October. And it brings two interesting GXs. First one is Slassel GX. It's a stage one, as you guys know. It has 200 HP. Now, will this card make fire good again? Let's figure that out. It's first attack. Wicked Claw for two fire energies does 50 damage. This attack does 50 damage times the number of prize cards you've already (coughs) taken. So the more you're winning, the more damage you'll be doing. And 50 for each one, meaning if you've already taken three prizes, it's doing 150 damage. Four prices, 200. Five prices, 250. <laughs> Continue on to our second attack. Heat Blast for 110 damage for just two fire energies, the same amount. That's pretty consistent amount of damage. Steel doesn't do anything else other than the 110 damage. And of course, it's GX attack for the same amount, two fire energies. Queen Haze GX. Discard all energies from your opponent's active Pokemon. Now this... Is this the fire attacker that we've been waiting for for so long? Sublime, what do you think? Mm, I think it's good, but I also think we're about to get a lot of good fire cards. So I don't know whether it's better than something like, say, Ho-Oh GX. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like fire will be going to be the fire attacker to go to. Okay. What about you, Basket? Um, I think, so... 
I think it's definitely a uh, play playable fire Pokemon. Um, I think it has the potential to like it, it. It's awesome because it has the potential to get uh, times two damage with the evolutions. Um, so, yes, that's so true. That's blast, a good observation. Yeah, yeah. Heat blast automatically, and that in that in those situations um, would be doing two hundred twenty for two yeah. fire. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah. Um. So if you if you wanted to do that, um, then uh, you know, obviously. That means that it would probably fit better in uh, expanded because ancient origins is probably going to be phased out. Oh well, yeah. Um, well, let, remember, even though we are expecting rotation to come soon, we still need to talk about what is happening right now. Uh, the rotation is coming in August, right. but we don't know exactly how the rotation will stand out. We have been suppressed in the past, so right now, as it stands. Of course, it's worth noting that what our opinions right now stands on the meta right now. Yes, yes. And and okay, so so in that case, I think that if you're going to use um if you want to make a deck out of this, I would use evolutions. Well, for sure. Um, yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, to try and get the double damage on the heat blast. Um and uh if you're not going to do that, then this card would become in my mind um, a very good uh, um, late game cleanup card, you know. Yes, definitely. And we must not ignore that discard all energies from your opponent's active Pokemon. That completely cripples out Eveltal and Mega Mewtwo or Mewtwo GX, right? The ability to be able to delete all of your opponent's energy—it's something that is very situational. Yes, but when the situation comes up, will completely cripple your opponent. Because he will have to recuperate all of that energy back up. So I'm really seeing Salasso as something that a Pokemon that will be played quite a bit. I really like it. I like it's all of three attacks. I wasn't even convinced about the second attack until Basket mentioned the evolutions. You're completely right. That means that for two fire energies and a Jolteon, you could be hitting something uh, weak to electric for 220. Same thing with water, right? If you have Vaporeon, you can have hit something weak to water for 120. Um, yeah, it and, and really don't, is interesting. Don't forget about don't forget about this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you have um, a blacksmith in your deck, you put that out, and if you have two fire energies in your discard pile. Those two go straight on to it, and you can use any one of its three attacks. Yeah, same thing with Kaway. You can use Kaway and power it up as well. So, yeah. Kaway's overkill. Definitely is the block. I would say. So, yeah, because you are attaching four instead of just two. Yeah. Um, but we're going to move on to the next one, which is, of course, Marshadow GX. This fighting Pokemon has 150 damage for a basic Pokemon. Not as good as others, but uh, being a GX, but still pretty decent. And it has an ability, an attack, and an anti- and a GX attack. Its 150, ability, 150 HP. Yes, 150 HP. Um, its ability, this Pokemon can use the attacks of basic Pokemon in your discard pile. That is very interesting. I'm going to move on with its second attack, which is Beatdown. Two fighting energies, one colorless. 120 damage, and we have its GX attack for one fighting only. 100 Fishers GX does 50 damage. This attack does 50 damage times the number of basic energy attached to this Pokemon. Now, this is an interesting GX card. Basket, let's start with you. What do you think about Marshadow GX? 
I think if this was a non-GX-EX, this card would be amazing, but it's not. So I'm not really a huge fan mm-hmm. um, of ability too much um, because uh, 150 is really low for a GX. And yeah. um, I mean, I know that we're a meta where um, we have uh, EXs that give up two prize cards for, you know, 110 HP and stuff like that. Fighting is, in my mind, in a pretty unique place where there's not a whole lot that, um, uh, th- there's not a whole lot of psychic decks that, um, you're gonna see. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, I guess, yes, there's Garbodor, but, um, <coughs> but if you're not running into that, um, then you're, you know, you, y- y- Fighting right now has the ability to be kind of a good defensive type in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, so that low HP is kind of, kind of annoys me. And then also the three energy, um, cause you need three energy because it's, there's no double, uh, fighting. Yeah. So you need three energy on it to do beat down. Um, you need three energy on it to even, um, uh, like if you, you use the GX attack, you need at least three energy on it to even kill another Marshadow GX. Hmm, um, okay. So I feel like it's missing it's missing an attack. Like it needs a third attack that would have been doing better. I guess the ability Shadow Hunt could work. Um but with with the low HP, um I don't know. I if it wasn't a GX, I would be I would be fine and I would love this card, but I I don't like it right now. Okay. Sublime, what do you think? I think an expanded Night March is going to love it. Um, mm-hmm. I love that ability so I much. Didn't, I didn't even think this of that. Is, Holy shit, I was just thinking... The, yeah. I was just thinking about Stan. This is the kind of card that, like, really creative players are going to find all sorts of imaginative ways to use it. Yeah. That HP is a liability, because a lot of attackers in no, this well, format... You, you don't even have to go that far... Or to go to expand it because we're still talking about Vespaquin, who's still in this meta. Vespaquin's not a basic, though. Oh, that's true. It is Pokemon, and you do need you're the energy, right? You're right? 100% right. Yes, sorry. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of creative players are going to do great things with this card, but that HP is really disappointing. It so is. many cards hit for 110 or 120. You slap on a choice band, you're at 150 or 140. That and even if you're at 140, true. a lot of people run Kakui to hit magic numbers. So that HP is. Very bad, but that, that is very true. Is just opens up a world of possibilities. Yeah, and it is interesting because, um, you know how there was that whole um, uh, water box deck, and then the vile plume grass box kind of deck thing that was going on. Yeah, um, this would be able to fit in those, which would be yep. interesting and cool. Um, so yeah, I mean there. I mean the the other the other version that this would work in standard right now would be if you would play Mewtwo GX for example on your discard pile or Lugia EX um, in your discard pile, then you can at the very least merit putting more energies on it than you would normally, right? Because uh, I know that 100 Fishers does the 50 damage times the number of energies, um, uh, basic energies attached to this Pokemon. So maybe by having Lugia on your EA, on your deck or having uh, Mewtwo, that will merit you just putting more energies on it because you know you can constantly attack it using those attacks instead of its own attacks and then use the 100 Fisher. But again, like you guys are clearly 
saying that's a lot of work <laughs> um to be able to do uh you know a decent amount of damage so i i am with you guys so it is uh an interesting card like sublime says it definitely will see some play and some very clever player more than us will figure out a way to make this card be amazing now we're gonna move on from the news we finished it's been a long news segment We've been talking a lot because there's just so many new cards and we wanted to discuss them with you guys, but we're going to move on. So please put on your flip-flops, grab your pina coladas, just relax in your hammocks because we are heading on vacation to Topical Beach. We'll be right back. I hope you guys are relaxed, feeling that win for this topical beach, because we're going to start by, ladies and gentlemen, we just have our Mexico Regionals, and they were quite surprising, to be honest, but, I mean, at this point, it's kind of cliche, because we've been saying that for every single big tournament that's gone lately, everything has been a big surprise. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about Mexico Regionals, and then we're going to talk about what we expect, or, you know, what we suspect is a better word. From the Nationals happening this very weekend. Now for you guys. Uh, we do have a special treat. We are going to air two episodes back to back. So this episode will be airing. Of course this week as you're listening to it. But next week on Thursday. We're all going to have a second episode. On episode 30. Which we will discuss the Nationals in depth. So but today. It's all about the guessing game. But first. Mexico Regionals. And we have very surprising winners. Greninja? Sodorak? What's going on? Wasn't Drampa and Garbodor the thing last week? It keeps changing and changing and we love it. Now, in the Mexico Regionals, we really didn't see that we were going to see... Well, yeah, we saw Sodorak taking first place and Greninja taking fourth place. It is pretty crazy. Now, what did we see in this... Re- uh, uh, Mexico tournament. So let's go ahead and start with the decks that were played and, you know, where they weren't up. So, Basket, let's start with you. Who won the Mexico Regional? All right. So, in uh, first place, we have Daniel Altavilla. Yeah. Um, playing a uh, Zorark Break and Drampa GX, um, which is very, very cool. Um, very interesting. Yes, uh, Drampa is, and for those of you who don't know, um, is pretty much an amazing card. Um, all three of its attacks are fantastic. Um, Righteous Edge does 20 damage and discards a special energy from your opponent's active Pokemon. Berserk is three colorless, um, and it's 80, 80 plus 70 if your Pokemon has any, or sorry, if the defending Pokemon has any damage counters on it. Which is easily manageable in today's meta. Yes. Um, and, uh, a big wheel GX, uh, is one colorless and it's, uh, shuffle your hand into your deck, then draw 10 cards. So grandpa GX is just an all out fantastic card, um, to have in any situation, to be completely honest. Um, and then, um, he, uh, further bolsters that one with, um, uh, Zorak break, um, which has foul play. It's only one dark energy. Um, and uh, you choose one of your opponents act, or one of your active opponent opponent's Pokemon's attacks, blah, 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 and uh, uses it um, 
And that's just crazy because it's like you're going up against um, whatever your opponent has. And I really like the idea of such a fluid uh, deck, you know? It really is. And it the possibilities in this deck is really endless. And the fact that it really does a good job of countering the Garbodor Drampa DX, which we'll get into later on on deck of the episode. So let's go ahead and move on to our next one, which we just mentioned. But Sublime, tell us what was second place. That was Christian Cruz with the Garbodor Drampa DX deck. Mm-hmm. As you all go, guys knows... We, we all know what that's about. Yeah, we already discussed this on last episode. The Garbage War Drum, but GX is a great deck. It really took us everyone out surprise. So it's not really that surprising that it took second place. Uh, it is surprising that it didn't take first place, though. So, moving on to the next one. That will be S- Sander Pero with Garbage Espion GX. is another deck that is being running around. It's funny because uh, Espion... GX and Garbodor have been going around a lot, and although it's a good deck, I've never actually thought it was that much greater than Garbodor Drampa GX, uh, but it's still a great, great, I mean, I, I'm not much to say, I just lost to uh, Chronic Kitty, <laughs> I think it's his name, um, uh, using that deck, so I, I'm not one to say, but it's still a very interesting. Now, we got our fourth one, Basket, which one is it? So... Uh, this guy's name is Alex Krekeler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greninja, Br- <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It's, it, it, the name looks German and it's, a uh, no, tournament. you said it, you said it perfectly. Krekeler. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his name's Alex Krekeler. Um, and he's playing, I can't, sorry, I, sorry. Can't pro- I can't pronounce anything good in English, but I can pronounce things in, uh, Spanish, Italian, <laughs> Portuguese and French. And Italian, so go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so sorry, Alex, uh, if you're listening, and we and I butchered your name. Um, but uh, um, th- he played uh, Greninja Break and Talonflame Break. Um, this is uh, an interesting deck to me um, because I had completely forgotten about Talonflame, Talonflame Break and um, uh, how how much damage it could actually do. Yes. So to have, you know, the start out with the Talon Flame and then bam, all of a sudden I've got this I'm dealing with this 170 HP Pokemon that for two energy can hit me for 150. It's like, yeah. whoa, where the hell did that come from? Like it it's 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 interesting and honestly I don't know why more people didn't play it before this because I mean it's just I mean maybe it was space in their deck, but it's it's an interesting card. Yeah, I'm honestly with you there. It's really surprising this card didn't play more. Um, and it's really being that Greninja is one of my favorite decks, and it's the deck that I'm playing the Turn and Puckles tournament in. It is very, very makes me really happy that I'm seeing Greninja still being very prevalent on the top four. Now we're gonna go ahead and just re- rapidly just sell, tell you the next four, uh, and gonna move on with the topic. Of course, number five we have Azul Garcia Griego. With Decidual GX and Valplume, one of my decks that I said that it wasn't going to be good and it ended up being amazing. We had our apologies on the next last episode. We have number six with Raul Reddy with uh, Vespiquin Sotoark. Good to see Vespiquin still hitting the top eight. We yeah. are Then we have on uh, number seven, we have Ryan Alfred with Volcanian Booklet Hill. Volcanian still showing up its face. 
and still being relevant. That is very, very interesting. Then number eight, we have Ether Janijo Soto with Vespiquin again. Um, congratulations to all top eight. There's many more, but we're going to leave it at that. So, uh, and congratulations, of course, to Daniel Altavilla for winning first prize and using Sodor break of all cards. That's amazing. I love when weird decks just come out of nowhere and take the first place. It makes me, it always makes me so happy because that nope. shows you guys that you can go online and get a deck list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go online, get a deck list and it's like, yeah, I'm playing this deck. But in reality, at the end of the day, what's going to give you the number one price is your imagination and what you can do with what you have. So that is very awesome. What are you going to say, Basket? Um, I'm, I mean, my mind's blown that he has Brooklet Hill in here. I like, I, I'm going to have to look after the show. I'm going to have to look up his uh, deck list because <laughs> yes. for those of you who don't know the reason why I'm like confused is uh, it's once during each player's turn, that player may search their deck for a basic water or basic fighting Pokemon and put it in their bench and then shuffle their deck. Yeah. So I'm confused as to why he wants that in his uh, Volcanion deck. Um, yeah. So that seems interesting. <laughs> it is very interesting. So we definitely that's one deck we should have for a deck of the episode in the future because it is very, very interesting that he got, not only, he got top five, no, top, top eight with that deck, using that so it must be something special that he did with that it's amazing so blame you've been awfully quiet what do you think about these decks i'm honestly not surprised that zoark rakes is doing well right now um like people are thinking like it's out of nowhere but i feel like it's not like we just saw it in wisconsin as well and zoark is a great counter meta card to garbador if it weren't for Garbodor, I don't think we'd be seeing as much Zoroark as we are because it has the resistance and it can foul play to take away the trash lands against your opponent yeah. of energy. I've actually been playing, because uh, I'm very fond of the dark type, I've been playing Zoroark <laughs> for our tournament and I've been getting really bad games, but like I, I wasn't surprised to see uh, Zoroark winning. Um, I think it's very, very good anti-meta choice as a response to all of the Garbodor we're going to be seeing. That is very true. I mean, very true that what you say is just surprising that you expected it. I, it took me completely by surprise. I mean, Solar... I'm not never... expecting it to get first place, but I was, I'm not surprised by it at all. Yeah, yeah you no, know, no. I have, I have an interesting question about this. So, um, if you use Zorark Break um, to attack another... Or, and, and if you use Zorark Break and you use uh, the move of the opponent's Zoroark, does that mean that you can stack your bench in order to attack their Pokemon for the amount of uh, no. damage? No, no. no. The, the rules will still apply to your opponent's no. Pokemon, yeah. Well, It would be your opponent's bench only. Yeah. Are you sh- Oh Yeah, yeah. 100%. Because yes. it says your Also, opponent. another reason... Yeah. yeah, your opponent's bench. Yeah, okay. Another reason, like, Zoroark Break is really great right now is because you can use GX attacks for just one energy. Oh, that's right! <laughs> I haven't even considered that. You're completely right, yes. Wow, yeah, you can use GX attacks just for one energy and any GX attack that you want. So that's pretty No, any GX attack your opponent has in the active spot, but like... Well, in the active spot, yeah, it's, yeah it that's what I meant. Up more frequently than you'd think. Yeah, yeah that no. makes... That makes Lysander um, 
an amazing card for that deck too. Yep. Oh yes, it does. It definitely does. Now we're gonna talk a little bit more in depth about that deck soon enough. Um, but we're gonna continue on. So that was the Mexico original. So it was very interesting. Now this week, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend we're going to see the Pokemon Nationals going on. What are we going to expect from them? I want to talk to our co-hosts here and get an idea on what we could see this weekend. Now, please take into consideration that everything that we say is completely hypothetical, completely speculative. So we could be 150% wrong by next week. But it's still fun to talk about what we could expect for this weekend to see in National. So Blime, let's go ahead and start with you, my boy. What do you think is going to be the reigning things happening in Pokemon Nationals? Garbodor and counters to Garbodor. Elaborate. Like, so you have to be prepared to handle Garbodor because it's such a powerful and prevalent threat. And because of that, people are, like, making their decks appropriately so that they will counter whatever, um, all of the Garbodors that they'll be seeing. Yeah. So kind of like seeing a lot of psychic decks. Yeah, Im- Mirroring Night March decks, last year, like, when we everything was a counter to Night March, we're exactly. going to see a lot of counters to Garbodor. Continue, Sublime. Exactly. Um, so I definitely expect to see Zorark Break return there. I also expect to see lots of combinations with Garbodor itself. You've got the Espeon, the Grampa, like there's different combinations. I also expect Grass to be pretty good, um, because Item Lock is so strong, and also Lurantis plus Abulu has some very interesting combinations as well. So I think we'll see some showing from that as well. What about you, Basket? What do you think you will see on, we will see in Nationals? Um, I think uh, Vespaman takes it all. That's what I think. <laughs> no, but, I'm, but for, I'm, I'm for real, there to think that's though. a little biased, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> for, for real though, um, uh, I, I think, like, I, I agree. I mean, I think it's going to be kind of like the, that it's going to be a whole lot you know, like 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 Sublime said, um, I'm I'm seeing the whole Night March versus Greninja kind of thing coming back, um, okay. but it's Break and Garbodor. Um, hmm, interesting. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think in any way, in any way, do I think that um, they're as prevalent as Night March um, or as big of a deal because um, I mean, I haven't played against a whole lot of Zorark Break at all. Um, I've mostly played against Garbodor. There are ways to, um, beat Garbodor. Um, and I don't think that it's nearly as oppressive as Night March was. Yeah. Um, but, um, I do think that that's going to be the theme okay. potentially for worlds. Um, but I think that honestly, um, I think there's going to be a whole lot of, uh, really cool, really interesting decks there. I mean, I, I look at, like, I think about the entirety of this season, mm-hmm. you know, and there were so many different decks that yes, constantly. were cool and different, and people aren't expecting those decks anymore, yeah. you know, and people aren't building around those decks anymore. And here we have this meta where it's almost like anything's game, and that's really, really exciting to me. It is very exciting, and I have to agree you agree with you with the fact that we are going to see Garbodor, we are going to see Zoroark break. I'm willing to, I'm going to go ahead and do a wild speculation here. It's completely me throwing out, like, the wildest speculation. Maybe, at least in the top four, 
we might see a stall deck going on. We might see a deck that it's all about completely drawing out your opponent. I have no evidence to speculate this, but it always happens with just one deck. One deck, that one rogue deck that just takes the cake. Now, we are definitely going to see Garbodor a lot. We are going to see Sodor break. We are definitely going to see Espeon GX. And we are definitely going to see Drampa. So, these cards are focused on this right now. Now, do not hold all your money on those cards. Something will come up that will surprise us. Because that's what we have been uh, experiencing lately with this meta. Now, going out of that, what do you guys think is going to be the rogue deck? Of this Nationals. That deck that nobody thought of. That one card or one strategy for deck. That no one maybe thought. Like Garados for example. Hitting uh, Dar- uh, <laughs> that Garados that um, came up. That was completely out of nowhere. What do you guys think will take us by surprise. And this Nationals. Sublime. Mm, maybe Tapu Bulu. Mm, okay. Why? There's a lot of cards. There's like a bunch of partners for it. Um, so there's different possibilities for it. Um, it hits really good numbers. And I don't necessarily think it's the number one thing on people's minds. So I don't know. That's just a get shot in the dark. It is a good shot in the dark. I mean, it is good against Greninja. So Greninja does have a weakness against it. So that's a good plus for um, Tabu Bulu. What about you, Basket? Um. Vespaquin? <laughs> you know, well, okay. Really, really, really fast. Vespaquin does not use a whole lot of items currently. Yes, it right. uses, yeah. yes, it uses the balls, but it uses um, Pokemon and uh, supporters to discard. So that so it does not have a bad Garbodor matchup. So let's just you know let's just put that out there. That's why people are playing it. <laughs> yeah, um, but completely right. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Honestly, though, I think that. Um, uh, Metagross, EX. Um, mm, okay, I, yeah, I can see that. That deck, um, it's really cool. It I, I really enjoyed it. I, I played against um, uh, one of our listeners, um, and uh, he, you know, he he had he had the I, I don't know I don't know how um, uh, like different his deck was from the standard. Yeah. Um, but. It's a it's a solid deck, and there's not much in um uh that I think is going to go to worlds that's going to actually be able to take it out. Yeah, yeah there's Volcanion, but I don't. Who, well, who knows? Maybe Volcanion will have a big showing. I don't know, but I don't. I've never thought that Volcanion, even though it is a it is a good deck, mm-hmm. I've never. I've never thought that it was, you know, a world's winning deck to any degree. Yeah. Um, so I think Metagross will have a chance. Um, and I think that would be cool if it was a Metagross upset. It would be actually a very cool upset. I'm going to go ahead and play your card, Senor Basket, and say Vespiquin. I think Vespaquin still has a card to play in this meta. I think Vespaquin can come up top and see what everything is. Now, I'm not saying that it will win the tournament, but it's going to be a surprise deck that will just come out of nowhere and reach really high. Um, obviously, what we're all decks that we mentioned right now are decks that are known to be successful. 
that means <laughs> that we're leaving to you guys, the listeners, your imaginations to think what exactly could come up out of nowhere. No one thought Gyarados would come out and do what it did last year or earlier this year. I don't even remember because this matter is so fast that it can't keep my time straight. Um, but definitely some deck will come up and be a surprise for everyone. Now, Nationals will happen this weekend and it's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to have our own episode next week discussing Nationals, so it's going to be awesome. Now, I think it's time to put a seal on Topical Beach and move on after our sponsors speak a little bit, but continue on to Deck of the Beat episode. I'm sorry, I was not planning this episode to be a long one, but... There's so many good information, so many good discussions. We're going to have to do it. So we're going to go back with deck of the episodes, followed by trainer's mail and ending with Pokemon 20 questions. We'll be right back. It is the deck of the episode. And we're back, guys. We're going to talk about deck of the episodes, of course, to no one's surprise. It is going to be Sotoark Break slash Drampa GX. These two cards were able to win the New Mexico Regionals, and it's worth talking about. We got... In this latest playlist, a few cards that are interesting together. Now, this one is taken from YouTube. I can't remember exactly from what player, but we're going to go as much. We're going to have Drampa GX. We're going to have Sotoark Break with Sotoark and Sotoark. Two Tapu Leles, of course, GX. And we have Artillery instead of Shaman as our um, draw card. Let's discuss this. Sublime, let's start with you, my boy. I would drop the Octillery line. Um, I feel like it's kind of awkward to have that, like, stage one, that, like, a stage one supporter for this deck. Okay. And I would put replace with Oranguru. I've been seeing that a lot mm, in this type of that's deck. That's interesting, yeah. Um, and maybe Tapu Koko, the basic, the non GX. Because it synergizes really well with Drampa, because for a double colorless, it does 20 to everything. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. And with that, both of those can be searched out with uh, Bridget okay. as well. But what is the purpose of this deck? Um. What are we looking for with a Drampa GX sort of work deck? Break, uh, sort of brick deck that we're looking for to do. What is the purpose? Well, of Well, you're going to want to start with Drampa while you try and set up your Zoroarks. Um. Mm-hmm. Since it's a really good early card, uh, a really good early Pokemon because it's got all of that HP. It's a basic. You can set up with its GX attack if you need to. You can slow your opponent down by getting rid of their special energy. Yeah. Um, so it's a really great way to apply a lot of pressure and give you time awesome. to build what is essentially a stage two. Mm-hmm. It is essentially a stage because, two. Right, right, like, right. Yeah. it is a break. Um, so, remind us, uh, Basket, what did Zoroark do? So, Zoroark, um, it, uh, it has the stand-in ability. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, lets you switch out um, the active Pokemon with your Zoroark. Yeah, um, like Keldil did. Yes, and then it also has um, an attack that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it does 30 times uh, your opponent's benched Pokemon. You're 100% right. Yes. Um, so, <clears throat> so it's already got a pretty decent attack, depending on... Um, uh, that that's seen a lot of use, um, depending on you know how many uh, Pokemon your opponent has on their side of the bench, um, and uh, and then you put the Zorak Break on top of that, and now you have this versatility 
um, that I'm surprised we we haven't really seen much of before. Yeah, you're really right. So, Solar Break for one Dark Energy allows you to use any attack on your act opponent's active Pokemon, which means that whatever your opponent is playing, it might be Garbodor, it might be Drampa, it might be Grit Ninja. It doesn't really matter. You will be able to use that one of those attacks no matter what. And that is key right now because, like Ditto in the VGC, it is a good, well, not a good comparison, I'm sorry. I know, I'm not much of a VGC player. <laughs> but uh, the fact that you can copy your opponent is really big. And the fact that Sororic Break goes on top of Sororic, which has both an amazing ability, able to completely switch on demand, and has a good attack, being doing 30 damage for each bench of your uh, opponent bench Pokemon, and on top of that, Break has that ability, uh, attack of doing the same attacks of your active Pokemon. It is a great combination. It allows you to copy Drampa and do damage to Drampa with its own attack. It allows you to draw to, uh, also Garbodor, copy him, and also things like Tapu Lele if you combine it with Lysander. You can bring Lysander, uh, with Lysander, Tapu Lele into the bench and do damage based on how many energy your opponents and you have. It is really a versatile Pokemon to play. It is really an interesting deck and I really like it a lot. So, um, other than that, this deck also plays a few very interesting supporters as Delinquent, for example. It also plays Hala to grain more, uh, cards to your hand. And of course, you want to play Choice Band and some Ultra Balls, Float Stones, and Teammates. It is a very interesting deck to play. It really did win. Mexico Regionals, and it's one to watch for the future. Any last thoughts on this deck? So, Blime, let's start with you. I think it's worth noting that another part of the reason Zorak Break has been uh, able to be successful is the fact that the meta has slowed down. Yeah, Zorak has been out for quite a while, but when it came out, it was too slow, um, and the meta was too fast for it. So, I'm it's appreciative certainly of the slowdown that we've been seeing. And you're 100% right, we were actually going to discuss that, and, and if not for you mentioning it, we weren't enough. But yes, the meta has slowed down really well. I mean, to Basket's credit, he did say that things are easier to, um, things are very fast to rank up attack, that is true. But however, evolution has become a very important step. Things like Espeon EX, every evolution stack that's going up right now, like Espeon and Umbrian, depends on you evolving. And, uh, Garbodor depends on you evolving that, uh, uh, Garb, um, I've even forgot the basics for that one. Um, so the Go meta ahead. has, uh, good, thank you. Um, the meta has slowed down enough for you to be able to evolve your Pokemon, which means that Pokemon that used to be not relevant because of EX cards are now being super relevant and EX cards are now seeing not much less play. Basket! Last words on this deck? So, it's interesting to me um, that he uses Remoraid and Octillery um, instead of just uh, two Shamans. Mm, Um, But, uh, I guess that makes it so that the only way to get um, uh, two prizes for one card is that they're going to have to hit the Tapu Lele. That's right, yeah. Also, uh, uh, protecting yourself from a little muck, which blocks basic Pokemon's abilities as well, I guess. Yes, yes. Although we haven't seen Arula Mock played at all, but yeah, continue. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I like that. I like that he has the Bridget because in um, in decks where I use Octillery and Remoraid, nine times out of ten I have a Bridget because I've got two attackers that I want to set that I want to get out there, and then also my Remoraid. So that's kind of cool because I've been I've been doing that as well. Um, but uh, it seems it seems like he really put. I mean, obviously, obviously, put a, re- a lot of thought into this deck, but it's really, really cool because the more the more I look through it, the more I see um, uh, cards that aren't used a whole lot of a lot, but like that I like a lot. Yeah, that's the key, man. That's always the key. Yeah, teammates, Bridget. Um, he's got two Lysanders, which I always have two Lysanders. Um, he's I, I've. I've never used Rescue Stretcher, but it's a pretty um, uh, common card right now. Yeah. Um, I, I really like it. it's 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 unique. It's really cool. Yeah, I totally agree. Sublime. Any last words? Um, do we know if this was the deck list that won, or is it no, just a random do, deck? List? No, yeah, it is not. I took it from uh, one of our uh, YouTube oh, viewers. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is, but uh, right. it's not exactly the same one. Yes. Yeah, I would drop the artillery as well. <laughs> so that is no, basically an example of what is the Sodor Break and Drampa GX. Now you can search for the actual winner for the Mexico in online, so you can go there. Now we're gonna end the deck of the episode section and we're gonna move on to Trainer Schmail. We're gonna read your emails here, so we'll be right back. It's back time with Trainer Schmail. We have a few emails. Thank you so much for emailing us. We did submit our first email question. So let's see how many of you will actually address that. Let's start with the first email basket. Take it away. All right. This one's from Dooley. Hey there, guys. Dooley here. I'm curious about your views on cards that became viable by accident based on changes in the meta. For example, Bridget. (laughs) The wording on the card specifies search your deck for one basic Pokemon EX or three basic Pokemon except for Pokemon EX and put them onto your bench. As per the rules, GX cards are not Pokemon EX cards, so you can pull three basic GX cards. However, of course, the card was printed before there was even such a thing as GX. But you know the spirit of the cards means GX too. They GX the card is over-viable, in my opinion. Another less aggressive example is Team Magma's secret base. It was ever mentioned, or meant to be used outside of Double Crisis. But in this case, it does work. But I don't think it's broken. What do you think about these? And can you think of any more? This email is duly noted. <laughs> Thank you, Duly Noted, for sending your awesome. I must say that Duly Noted is one of my favorite viewers, Pokalonians, to watch me on stream. He always tips me. He is amazing. He's a great player and also one of our writers. So thank you so much, Dulino, for your email. Now, can you guys think about any other cards that might be accidentally more viable? Sublime. Um, I mean, we. I guess Zorak Break is an example by the meta slowing down. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another attacker, maybe. The one that I'm thinking about uh, for me is a Via Seeker combining with, with Lightsender's Trump card. 
which was uh, inevitably banned because <laughs> it really ended up being more of a trouble. Like, right? Uh, so, VS Seeker was allowed you to choose any supporters on your deck, and then Lysander's Trump card would allow you to put your whole discard pile, ver- minus Lysander's Trump card, back into your deck. Now, that created a chain of events that would allow you to have an infinite uh, set of decks which will completely eliminate one of your win rules, right? You couldn't deck out ever using those combinations. So that was an unintended amazing effect from those two cards is what I I can definitely think about right about now. What about you, Basket? You know, um, honestly, I can't really think of very many. Um, (coughs) The only one that really springs to mind, and I guess it's not really by accident, um, but like, for instance, um, Bridget was a pretty, uh, niche card, except for people that had multiple, um, uh, you know, lines of Pokemon in their deck. Yeah. Um, but I guess to your, uh, to your question, um, I would say a, uh, Metagross GX, uh, oh, yes. yeah. that, um, that sort of prerequisite, um, because it was, Pretty much, I mean, I don't know if anybody saw <coughs> what it could do. Neither of um, us did. Was, that was one of our main cards in our I'm sorry episode where we said, like, we didn't see the potential of it at all. So, yeah, continue. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked, it looked pretty, it looked pretty abysmal when you first thought about it. But the fact is, is that, um, uh, once you're able to put those uh, Metagross out there, which there are great ways to do that. Um, one is uh, the new Vulpix that came out. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. uh, it's, uh, I, I believe it's, it's what, it's draw two cards for um, no energy. Yeah. Um, and that's an attack. So if you start out with that, you just get to draw two cards um, uh, plus whatever other supporters you have that'll help you draw. Um, and, uh, on top of that, <coughs> uh, once, once you get those three, um, uh, steel energies, uh, or sorry, metal energies on there, mm-hmm. then, um, if you're, if, if one Metagross, um, uh, is like, you know, at, he's only got 10 HP left or whatever, you just pull off those three, um, uh, energies, yeah. retreat him, put the new one in the active, and then you have your other three on the new energies onto onto him. So it's like you have you basically create a situation where you have free retreat, and that retreat is also fueling oh. your new cross that no longer has um, any damage done to it. Yeah. Um, Yes, by doing damage to the bench, um, you can take those Metagross off or take those Metagross out. Um, but 250 is pretty hard, uh, to, to deal unless, um, you're hitting for double type, like with Volcanion or anything. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, this one, like, it seems pretty obvious now that it has its place, but I think like Zoroark, since the meta's slowed down, um, it it's found a pretty strong place in the meta, and no no one thought that it would when it came out. 
It definitely did. That's a great example. It's gonna and uh, that's gonna end the email for duly noted. Thank you so much for writing in. We're gonna move on to the next one. Sublime, go ahead and take our boy Real EV email. What's up, spectacular TCG crew? So our first mailbag question for Puckle TCG. That's awesome. So cards that we uh, were hyped. Were too hyped for or thought would be better. Mine is promo Lycanroc GX. With its move crunch, at does doing a base 30 and discarding an energy on your opponent's active Pokemon. Sadly, I can never get this card to work. Who knows? With more cards coming out, there might, still might be hope for me and this card. But as of now, it's a no. Well, hope everyone is having a great day and can't wait to play you for real. The real EV. Thank you so much for uh, writing in the real EV. So, what do you guys think? What Cards that you expect to be played on this Nationals that we weren't expecting to play? That's a weird question to ask, but it's a legit question, though. You know, <coughs> I can't really say um, uh, anything, like, off the top of my head. Um, but uh, I think, w- like, one of the things that I'll be doing um, is I'll be going back and looking at the different decks... Like like we talked about earlier, different decks yeah. from the regionals, and see like okay, where has the meta moved now, and what decks could potentially screw up this meta? Gotcha. That's what I'm going to be doing um, to try and see if there's going to be any you know um, decks that are going to come up from behind and just do crazy things. Um, so uh, I don't have a direct answer for you, but um, I would do that if you're interested. No, that was definitely good, great answer to that. Uh, great answer to that email. Let's go ahead and continue on to the next email, because yes, really, V, that was a great question, but we, it's really difficult to answer that right about now. Let's see what happens on the regionals. Let's go ahead and move on to the next email. This is from Hens with three instead of an E, and he says, "Hey, TCG Cast, it's Hens," and he says, "What's up, spectacular TCG crew?" I am hoping to enter some of the local league and was wondering if you had any tips for the Breakpoint Delay deck, Premonitions in Abyssal Hand. It is a very budget deck and I'm a little short on cash being 15 years old and all, but I think it's kind of fun. Now his deck list, I'm not going to write the whole thing, but he basically has two... Uh, a 2-2 line, 2-2-2 line of uh, Breakpoint Gallade. He has a 2-2 line of Sororic with Mindject. We have a Zabreska and a Blitzel, a Flareon, of course, for the fire ability, so he can do fire damage. And he has a Clillery plus two. Now, those are just the mons of the deck. Please tell me what you what you think. Is there anything you might change? Also, in Fant- is Phantom Forces still in rotation because I need one more via Seeker still for my set. And I don't really want to burst the bank with those secret rares. He continues on with uh, that many things from Hens. Now, Hens, number one. Let's tackle that uh, Phantom Forces questions. Yes, Phantom Forces is already out of rotation. However, the rule is any card that has the exact same name of a card that has been reprinted will be viable in standard, meaning even though regular via seekers were rotated out based on sets, it is still in the standard because even though secret rares 
are secret rares, they they didn't change the name. Being that so, being that they're still via seekers, meaning that the via seekers on Phantom Forces is still viable in standard play. I don't know if I explained myself correctly. Did I, guys? Yeah, as long as there is a card of that name with the exact same text in rotation, you can use the Phantom Forces version of via seeker, even though Phantom Forces has rotated out. And also, we were talking about those battle boxes. Um, that uh, print out older cards and are a great deal uh, in terms of not breaking the bank. I would definitely suggest looking at those to see if any of them have a VS Seeker so you can complete your set yes. on the cheap. So go ahead, uh, Basket. Um, <coughs> I, uh, so I've, I've played against a Breakpoint uh, Glade deck before. And um, it's... I, I, I see I see the draw. They are a lot of fun. Um, I uh, I know you're running on a budget in artillery, uh, like Jashiro's said over and over again. Is that you know the poor man's uh, shaman? Um, and uh, I run those a lot as well. Um, but if you can, um, I wouldn't suggest it, like if you. Honestly, without seeing your supporters, it's it's very hard to figure <laughs> out. Um, yeah, that's true. To get um, because the supporters really are the backbone of the deck. Um, the Pokemon, you know, they're the flash, they're the hype, but the supporters are really the backbone. So, without seeing, yeah. them, I don't know. Um, but um, assuming that you have, you know, standard supporters. Um, uh, as far as your Pokemon go, I would probably do um, maybe I don't I don't know how the deck works because I haven't done it, but maybe th- uh, three routes and three Breakpoint Gallade and keep the two Krilla. Maybe I, I don't know if you're going to have uh, rare candies in there or not. Yeah, um, but that could speed up your deck and maybe help out. Actually, and. Another thing you could consider is, I don't know if you're running this since we don't have the full deck list, but maybe look at adding in a Maxi's Hidden Ball trick because yes, that can get your I was thinking Gallade the same thing. instantly or much quicker. Yes, so, so a Maxi's Hidden Ball trick means that if you have Gallade on your bench, <laughs> on your deck, I'm sorry, on your um, discard pile is what I mean to say, on your discard pile, you can use Maxis, uh, Maxis uh, Hidden Ball trick if it's the last card on your hand to be able to grab that Glade into your bench without using both Ralts and Kirlia, and you can draw five cards after that as well. So that's one way that people have been made, making this deck work. So that is one option you should consider, because that would, think about it, putting two or three of those Maxis Hidden Ball trick will allow you to get rid of four Ralts, or two Ralts, and two Kirlias. So it is definitely something to worth mentioning. Also, because this is a budget deck, um, Maxi's Hidden Ball Trick is not an expensive card. That it's only true. about like a dollar or less, you know. So this is so that's something that you could add to your deck, speed it up immensely for really cheap. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, thank you, no, thank you so much for writing in, Hence, Thank you so much. Um, your emails definitely. I don't have a batch, but however, I have asked Batch for authorization to get a batch. For DTCG cast for your email, so that expect that maybe soon to come 
for our own Green Towers badge. It's not going to be obviously named Green Towers because that's what we're taking. But we are going to have our own Towers badge or our own badge to give out in mails. Now, we're going to finish out real quick with our everyone's favorite segment. Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? 15 questions. So we'll be right back with that. And we're back to everyone's favorite, who's that Pokemon, Pokemon 15 questions. We're going to go ahead and see if we can stop our co-host. Of course, you guys know the rules. Lower your browsers, no Pokedexes, no 3DSs. This is all about your brain. So you have 15 questions to guess what Pokemon we are trying you to guess which one it is. Let's go ahead and start. The order is going to be Sublime, followed by Basket, and then back to Sublime once more. So... First questions goes to Sublime. Go ahead and go. Is this Pokemon part of an evolution line? It is. Go basket. Is this uh does this Pokemon have a stage two? No. Go for Sublime. Is this Pokemon a dual type? No. Go for basket. Um, hold on. These are these are happening really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's normal. So can we can we can we say that again? So it's um we know we, we know that it's a it's a stage one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it might be. The, well, actually, you know, you're right. Well. Let me let me let me ask that to get that out of the way. So is this Pokemon a basic Pokemon? No. Okay, so it is stage, a stage one. So why? Are any of the Pokemon in this Pokemon's evolution chain dual type? Nope. So they're all mono. So go for a basket. Um, is this Pokemon um, weak to water? No, go for Sublime. Let me write down what's weak to water. Uh, weak to water. So it's not ground or rock or fire or toxic. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm thinking weak to fire. I'm not weak to water. It's too mean to water. Um, is this Pokemon weak to ice? No, go for basket. That's going to be grass, flying, dragon, dragon, uh, ground was already covered. Anything else? <laughs> I should know my type chart perfectly. Oh, that's fine. Forgetting? Yeah, we got grass, flying, dragon. I don't know why I'm helping you guys. So anyway, basket. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. Okay, so so what 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 is it what is it not uh, super effective to? So it is neither weak to water nor ice, which means it cannot be ground, rock, fire, grass, flying, or dragon type. Okay, um, is it weak to fire? Yes, go for sublime. Weak to fire. All right, so, so it's not grass. Um, it can't be grass. Right, because we already eliminated that. But it could be bug. It could be um, 
ice. It could be steel. Yep. Ice, steel, bug. I think fire is good against five types. Uh, we've got a four. So sublime it could be... I need to know the information. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, all right. Maybe I can narrow it down. Is this Pokemon weak to fighting type? Fighting type? No. Go for a blast. Game. All right. So that narrows it down to, I think it has to be a bug type, actually. Um, because ice and steel are both weak to fighting. Ah. That's why I asked that. Um, okay, so then, so then, how about I ask just to make sure we didn't think of anything? How about I ask if it's a bug type? Sure. Okay, is it a bug type Pokemon? It is a bug type Pokemon. That's ten questions, guys. You have five questions left. Go for Sublime. All right, it's a Mono Bug type Stage One. Um, there can't uh, be very many of those. Are I don't there think. even that many of it. Oh well, okay. Let's think of them all. You've got Cricketune. Um. <laughs> I don't think about bug types that often. Um, <laughs> I don't either. That's what makes this kind of hard, especially like stage ones that are mono bug. Oh, Excelgore. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's the 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 just. Uh, Pineco, or wait, no, no, no. That's steel. No. That's yeah. bug steel. Um, yeah. Uh, All I've got is Cricketune and Excelgore that far. Thus far. Um, um, I'm sure there's more. Right. Oh, uh, um, uh, yeah. The 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 two glow glow butt ones. Oh, those are those aren't part of an evolution line though. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, dang it. Illumise and the other one. Okay. Volbeat. Whatever. Not them. Um, them. Just, just a, a qualifying uh, question. Um, mm-hmm. Do uh, do you count um, Mega Evolutions as st- uh, stages? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, no. I wouldn't. It'd just be a Mega. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. And I've never used Mega Pokemon as okay. um, Pokemon 20 questions, so yeah. Oh, uh, uh, sh- uh, Shelmet. Um, no, no, because Shelmet evolves into a Steel-type. Oh, no, Shelmet evolves into Excelgore, right? It's the stage one, right? Mm-hmm. What? Okay, sorry, I'm confused. I was thinking, I was thinking that, um, uh, oh, I, I used the wrong name. Uh, You're thinking of the opposite to Excelgore's whatever? Yeah, yeah. And that evolves into steel? a steel type, though. Okay, okay, okay. The, yeah, okay. Honestly, the only two I can think of are Excelgore and, Cricket, um, and Cricketune. So why don't we ask something that would, like, knock one of them off? Okay. And then we can um, ask a question that could confirm whether it is or something or not. All right. Um, is this Pokemon musical yes. in nature? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Go basket. Is, is this Pokemon Cricketune? It is Cricketune. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. 
<laughs> that was really good. Uh, uh, you made it in 12 good. questions. Oof. <laughs> so congratulations. Are that there was any, great. I'm very curious. I'm very curious if there were any other, like, fully evolved stage one mono bug bug type Pokemon that we didn't think of besides Excelgore and Krikatoon. So I honestly very, have. Yeah. It's very <laughs> difficult for me to say, um, mainly because I will have to go through the whole thing. I don't think so, honestly. I, I think you guys were pretty on point um, on fully evolved stage one Pokemon. Really, I can't really see anything that I could possibly reference to, unfortunately. So, uh, but yeah, no, you guys guessed correctly. It was definitely Cricketune. Congratulations on that one. So, um, yeah, Excelgore. I can see Excelgore. Uh, Spew Pop, but that's just a stage one. It does have a stage two. So, yeah, from what I'm looking here, you were precise on your guess. So, Yay. that ends our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Before we go, we're obviously going to do our Rick and Roll, and we're going to go ahead and please, if you guys are interested, we do have a Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash PuckleTCG, uh, and you will find our Facebook group there. Wonderful people, great community. We have a lot of fun in that page. Also, please go to our Reddit at Puckle Podcast. I'm sorry, reddit.com slash Puckle. We will find there our Reddit slash forum there. You can also follow us at Twitter at Puckle Podcast and our Twitch, which is at the Puckle Podcast, if I'm not mistaken. That's the slight difference. And also, we have our monthly meetups, which is also a lot of fun. And of course, go to our Discord, which you'll find the links on our description box as well. Now, with that, it is the end of our episode slightly. It's been a lot of fun. It's a lot of information, but we have to end it. It's almost two hours. Now, Sublime, as always, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. Basket, you're amazing. Always an honor. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for listening, Puckle Peeps. And for you guys, thank you for listening. And, of course, please join us next week for our Nationals Review. We'll be right back next week. Until then,
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.